to We Talk Facts on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Here are your hosts, Strick and Cluster. All right, we dug into a little something. We kind of just started to put the shovel to the dirt and get in a little bit. We haven't gotten to The Undertaker yet, but we are on our way to erasing more topics on this discussion of the one and what it means and what it takes. Cluster, um, I want to I, I wanna allow you just a little bit of time to break this down, just, just, just to be able to, to, to show us a little bit of what it means and and what are some of the the, the individuals uh, that find themselves in the one position uh, can hurt or hinder them from becoming everything that they are hoping to blossom to be. Yeah, I think one um, off air. One of the things we kind of talked about is there's all there's 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 an aspect of the one that we mentioned, and, and you know we keep using this term the one that is. Everybody in your area universally recognize that you have talent and you probably have talent in multiple sports, um, which means that as you've gotten older and you're meeting, you're hitting all those uh, requirements uh, physically, you know, people physically can see that you got it. People mentally see that you can got it. And we're talking on the field to play or on the basketball court or whatever. But Eric, what I'm about to tell you right now has simply, it it can, it can take you away from being the one, right? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of the ones in the neighborhoods that they could have been the one, right? Couldn't get out the neighborhood. They got stuck. Well, what happens? What, kept them, what, them what happens is the grades, right? Oh, if, if you're not willing to tackle the grades, the school, I mean, that can really hinder you going to that next level. If you if you have not been able to get good habits at an early age, it's going to be very hard to do it once you get to high school. Mm. So I'm gonna tell you parents out there if anybody listening and you think your child is on a track to being great if they're not doing what they got to do in the classroom um it's gonna say a couple of things your all of your focus have been on the athletic side and it haven't really been on the mental side because that's a must because it tells that's people 80 percent of the game i think 70 well, I mean, 80 the mental yeah, side it, it can be absolutely you, you, you're right but but what i'm saying is you, it's about discipline mm -hmm. if you have if you don't have the discipline to get your schoolwork done um if you want to go to that next level particularly high school to college a lot of college coaches i mean you got to be something extraordinary for them to go you know what i'm going to take a chance on you because mm -hmm. you're just so good we're going to get you through. But you got to always think, if you got potential to go past college, you're going to have to deal with money. You know, you're going to have to deal with people. You're going to have to deal with a lot of things that you're going to have to use your brain for. 
right? So again, developing good habits way before you get to high school is a must. And I mean, we could go on all night about this. There's so many people that I know and that you know that were the ones, but they're still in the neighborhood. They they couldn't they couldn't get out. Yeah, I, you're absolutely right, bro. And 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 one of the things I'll say is, um, you know, that was one of the things that my dad tackled with me early. Is um, you know, he would always add because one of the things I always would do, and you're right about this mentality part of it. One of the things that I would always do is I would do just enough. Although I was gifted, talented, I would do just enough. Look, you know, it was creating, if I would have stayed in that vein, it would have created a mediocre mentality. Just do just enough to get by. My dad had a conversation with me at, at my youth because I was getting C's and I was cool with that because it was just enough to get me by. My father would always say, well, son, let, let me let me ask you a question. What happens if you tear a knee? What happens if something, you know, you, you're in an accident and you just cannot play anymore? What, what happens at that point? And I had to really process that in my mind because every time I would have this conversation before, it would be, I'm going to the NBA or I'm going to the NFL. It, it don't matter. You know, my dad used to always try to teach me stuff and I would be like, uh, it doesn't matter. And he had to have this conversation. He said, son, I hope you make a lot of money. Because otherwise you're going to have to pay somebody to do this, you know? And so that, that now as little as that was, it drove me because I didn't like doing that. So I knew if I got to that, that tier, that level that can be handled for me and I can stay in my lane of doing what I like, I need to do and like to do and focus on those areas. Right. But that was the key. Because then I became an honor roll student. I became more disciplined. I became an academic all big eight for Nebraska. I, that so now good. that's good. the next level because when I get to the next level, everybody there, class, they're having conversations or they're sitting back and they didn't have that discipline. So the discipline of not being able to stay focused in the moment lost them because now when we're doing when we're doing drills or we're doing plays or we're doing so forth and so on they gave us a book that was about like an encyclopedia to study terminology play you know and that's why it had to become that because the discipline of what i learned in those in those younger years put me in a position to be able to get outside let me ask you this eric let me ask you this cuz like i said over the years we've seen people who we recognize that was really good at their sport to great mm -hmm. not be able to make it because oh, of yeah. grades right mm -hmm. i want to ask you you know for those uh, you know especially for a lot of those kids in inner city who were raised and they they put a lot of their energy and their focus in sports how do we get them to balance it out you know how do we get them to make these parents or guardians get on these kids and and make it a requirement for them to put their uh, put you know shift some of that energy over into school because I'm going to tell you there's only so much the school can do right yeah yeah if you don't if you don't have a Matt Strickland yeah you probably don't have an Eric Strickland right that, that. if i didn't have a Ellen and Auntie Biggs who, let me give you a great story. Then we'll go back to what I'm talking about. 
this is how serious my aunt and uncle was about grades. My uncle liked to entertain himself by going over to Bluffs Run and, you know, bet on the dogs in high school. And sometimes he would do that during the week. So he would leave myself and my cousin Tojo Biggs, who we played together in high school, they would leave us at home. Now, leaving two high school boys at home sometimes could be a major challenge for some of those parents out there. And you know what I'm talking about. Now, let me tell you what they would do, Eric, because they had a rule. No phone during the week. Now, see, that's back when there was no cell phones. Here. <laughs> that's back when you had landlines. Right. So what they would do, they would collect all three phones in the house. We had a phone on every level. They would take all three phones when they were not there and put it in a plastic bag and put it in their trunk mm. when they left the house. Because they said, we don't no want you talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. There'll be no phone talking while we're gone. So that's how serious they were well, about and, and you know, in today's time, it's probably a little bit tougher to do something like that. Oh, yeah. Because every everybody has a phone. Unless, you know, you lay down the law and just say, Hey, listen, from when you get home from this time to this time, I want you to show me what you did at school today. What are you having problems with? And then I think parents have to be able to recognize if your kid is struggling with something, get them some help. Well, they have to be, they definitely do have to be engaged. You're absolutely right. Gotta the be engagement engaged. is important because what, what happens is if the engagement from the parents are not there, then the engagement from the community or the peer pressures become more uh, prevalent in the lives of those who uh, are trying to figure it out, right? Yeah. Um, I would say there was a unique difference between our time than probably others. I, I, I can say personally that there were guys that were street guys, guys in the street that were like, no, you are you are that one. Uh, you, we ain't playing no games. No, you need to get up out of here or you can't be here or no, you're not coming in here. You know what I'm saying? So um, there was that, yeah. you know, type of leadership. Even though they were street guys, they watched out. They looked out. I think it's different now in that the peer pressures uh, become more prevalent because you're dealing with uh, a lot of, there's a stigma that comes with being smart. And that's the sad part when you're dealing with inner community situations. There's a stigma. You you, you start to to hear that is like, oh, you, you know, Oh yeah, you hoop, but oh yeah, man, you 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 the you the pretty boy, you you the smart, you the nerd. You know, there's a stigma that comes with that, and that's the sad part sometimes of what they have to do in the community. So they have to play along, they have to get go along to get along, and then it ends up hindering them from ascending to their true greatness. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I, I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself. Um you're right there. You know, I've heard of, you know, I'm not a street guy. I wasn't raised with street guys. I come out of a very tough neighborhood in Memphis, Tennessee, but I'm going to tell you, I've always had very strong parental influences. I had a grandmother who I had a very healthy fear of when those lights came on, you were in the house. There was no hanging out. 
out past darkness. And at the time, I just didn't understand that because, you know, like you said, there's that peer pressure of wanting to be cool, wanting mm-hmm. to be able to hang out and do some of the same things your friends did. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to tell you what, when I look back, man, all of those people who were able to hang out and pretty much do whatever they wanted to do, it, it didn't end well for them. I'm just telling you, it did not end well for them. So, you know, the moral of the story is it it takes a leader, man. It takes a leader to have a goal, right? So one of the things I I mentioned to you off air is make sure if there's somebody you look up to that they know your goal, right, and that they can help you with your goal, that they can remind you once you're going down a dark path, they can say to you, hey, listen, is that going to help you towards your goal? You know, I'm not here to preach, but I just want to let you know mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. Is that going to help you towards your goal? Because if it isn't, you're going to end up probably in the streets. Probably it ain't going to end well for you in jail or maybe even doing a job that you never imagined yourself ever doing. Uh, so. I told you again, I'm going to consult because I, I thought about this, man. I've thought about it on many levels and I just, I really would love to have a master class on how to affect some of these kids who have some real potential to use their God given ability. Right. Well, I have a, I have a quick question. Cause it came off the text line text line. Um, um, Nyla, Nyla Boo on the text line uh, says Johnny football blamed a lot on his mental illness, not saying he doesn't have any, but he definitely got caught up now. So I, I want to throw this out because one of the things um, and then I want Harrison to tap in because we got a quick break. We're good about another few minutes. We got yeah, a couple break. minutes here, but um, a lot of things you're hearing now out of camps, uh, y'all, is whenever things begin to go south or go down the elevator, as uh, Prince would say. No, the elevator's going to bring me down. Oh, no. Yeah, that part. It's going to, you know, when you start to see the elevator going down. Now, they blame it a lot on mental illness. Is that a, is, 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 is that a real thing, or is that kind of like a thing that people go to whenever they just can't handle the pressures of being the one? We'll let, we'll let, I'm going to let Harrison go first. I'm going to let you ponder that. Think about that, class, and then I'm going to let you finish before we go to break. Yeah, real quick. Uh, it is real. Uh, you look across the board, the U.S. anxiety rates are through the roof, higher than they've ever been. There's something going on with mm. mental health, but it can be a cop-out as well. Mm. And it's hard. You're in that situation. You're really going to call a player out uh, for claiming mental illness, but it is definitely real. And with players like Johnny Football, uh, the stats speak for themselves. There's something going on. That's a bigger question. Uh, that I wish I could answer, but it's definitely real for a lot of these young guys. Social media is a huge part of it, but mm. Cluster, I'll let you kind of wrap things up here. No, uh, Harrison, I, I, you know, I, I like what you're saying. Um, I, again, uh, I have, uh, you know, in, in, in my family and with friends, we, we, I've, i absolutely, we, we deal with that. And, uh, that is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you would hope that people wouldn't use mental illness as a cop-out. But just like anything in this world, 
you're going to have people who do do that. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I want to say if you'll be able to tell, you know, the characteristics will be there for people who are dealing with that. Real. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's very important to have somebody to talk to. Uh, mm-hmm. If it's counselors, if it's a psychologist, if it's a family member that uh, but it, it's, it's got to be, you got to be able to express yourself. Um, but one thing I do, I really notice because I'm going to use myself as an example. When I was at Nebraska, I was under the tutelage of my parents for 18 years. How are we looking on time before I yeah, get Yeah, we're going to have to break. So uh, you, uh, you want to get back and finish that story? I, I, I'll come back. To, let me come back to that story because it's very important. It's a very right. important story because I want to use myself as an example. All right. So we'll hear the example once we get back out of break. This is WTF. We talk facts. We'll be right back after these messages. 